Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Helping you realize your dreams of homeownership, save for the future, and become financially independent. This is is the plan. Brad Roach, 20 years of experience as a mortgage banker, helping thousands become homeowners and recognized as part of the top 1% of mortgage originators nationwide. Warren Greenlee has sold more than $100 million of real estate and is one of the area's top real estate agents year after year. The plan. The plan. Welcome to The Plan. This is Brad Roach, The Mortgage Planner, joined with Warren Greenlee, Remax Executive at the Lake. How are you, Warren? I'm I almost, I almost got that out right. Yeah, you did great, man. No, it's all good. I'm, I'm awesome, man. Hope you're doing good. I am doing very well. And uh, pre-Thanksgiving recorded show, so if you're out there uh, listening, happy Thanksgiving late. Yep. Belated, late. Uh, belated Thanksgiving, sure enough. You got big plans? I don't. You know, we're hanging around. I hear a lot of people are traveling, though. Yeah. Which is... Uh, it's always an adventure. It is an adventure. Absolutely. I hate it. But, um, you know, got to go, got to go. Let's dig into some real estate. You know, yep. we, we talk about the show, doing the plan, and the, the biggest part for people listening, we appreciate you listening. If you have been, uh, we got a lot of loyal listeners and lots of deals out of the show, helping people with their plan. Uh, but more importantly, if it's your first time tuning in, what we want to do is be able to help you with making sure that we cover all the basics of getting you set up right. Um, you know, I, I'll start with a short uh, little story. I had a meeting last night. Uh, with a couple who, you know, they're tight on their budget. You know, they came in and, and um, did the pre-approval. They were actually at another lender, had an offer on the on the table, um, canceled out, weren't comfortable, uh, didn't like it, long story short. So they didn't do it. Well, then the, the realtor said, hey, go, they were doing it online. Oh, and, okay. Um, so, so they chose like an online. Yeah, and it was like, do you have an office close? And I said, well, it doesn't matter. We'll meet with you. We'll figure out where to go. And we were close. Uh, so they came up to our Mooresville office, and I met with them, uh, met with the wife. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's kind of an interesting story because she took information from me and went back to her husband. And then he gave her information, came back to me. And then I gave information to the wife. And then the wife went back to the husband and so on. And this, this relay race went on instead of bringing the husband in, wow. which was last night's meeting. Uh, we brought the husband okay, in. Okay, good. So what happened was, you know, as they're going through making an offer and getting all this as this put together, they had a set payment that they really wanted to be around 700 bucks a month. They did mm-hmm. not want to go over this. Taxes, insurance, everything included. Uh, they've got about 30000 in savings, 35000 Nice. Uh, buying about a $130,000 house. So the goal was, you know, I'm going to put that money down to get my payment exactly where we want. They're yeah. on a fixed income. So it's real strict that they don't want that to go up 10 bucks, 20 bucks. Even though taxes and insurance can fluctuate over the years, it's mm-hmm. something you have to plan for as well. Um, they had a really hard payment of, hey, I, I want to be at 700 uh, What's interesting is their rent is four hundred dollars. 
which is so, unheard of. So now, are they retired, or I mean, um, why so? Why so adamant on that seven hundred dollars? Just curious. From his, he's he's got some medical stuff going on, so he's oh. on a fixed income, yep. and she does limited hours while she assists him. So okay. they've got some limited income where they want to make sure that's not going to change. They want to make sure that you know, hey, our plan is seven hundred bucks a month, and if it eases up a little bit from there, no big deal. Right. Uh, but Gosh, you know, but they got thirty grand saved up too. Good for them. Well, and they and they've got that part of it done. But the the issue that they ran into was when you find a house and you start adding taxes and insurance and each house has different tax uh, bills and, and property taxes, insurance coverage, all of it. Yeah, there's there's lots of fees. Well, so as they go through it, you know, it really was, it, it broke them to a different of going from 700 to 730. It was just past their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're putting all 30 grand down, which wipes them clean. And what I what we did last night was we, we kind of backtracked and said, okay, now Mr. Husband's here. Yeah. And she wanted to put down the 30 grand. He says, I only want to put 15. I don't want to be wiped out. And I said, well, you got to kind of give me a balancing act because your payment, you want 700, but you need 30 grand down to get there. Where's your throw up payment is what I asked him. You know, I called a throw up payment. He started laughing. I said, where's that payment that says, you know what? If I have to pay that, I'm going to throw up. It's too much. And he says, well, it's about, I'm about throwing up right now at 700. (laughs) And they've got a great deal on their rent, which gave them, you know, 400 bucks a month is is really low. Uh, But this is a dream home they want to be in. This is where they want to retire and and last. And so we kind of backtracked and started working on the balancing act of how much to put down, what that affects their payment, how they could also buy down the interest rate Mm -hmm. uh, while they're on the rise you know we haven't even talked about that these rates are out of control but we were still able to lock them in at 3.3 on a 30-year fixed you were kidding Uh, but they paid a little bit extra yeah a couple grand towards that yeah but it doesn't matter 3.3 they came out good yeah if you're going to keep the house for a long term then buying the rate down might be a great option and those are some charts we put together for people who are interested you know a lot of times you'll go into a loan and you say well i I want a 30-year fix and the payment and down payment those are all things that you really want to iron out before you get into the property you know, because right. now they're worried about due diligence and they're worried about the inspection fee that they paid and, and the appraisal and stuff. And it's yeah. like, those are the things that we do the show for. The purpose of my story was getting those things ironed out before, which they obviously didn't get at the other lender. Then they came to me, they're already in contract. So you're already kind of too deep in to do too much planning. Um, besides just try to fit pieces in where they should go. So part of what we do is make sure that if if you're planning to buy a house in the next 90 days, four months, it's perfect timing to get a hold of Warren and myself so that we can put the plan together and start talking about this is the down payment for this price and if you should pay points, if you shouldn't, comparing it to loans with PMI, no PMI, and so many other factors on area of houses, Warren, that you deal with, with the property taxes and the payment and all that stuff. Yeah, so there's there's so many things and it's it's great when people come to you and say, hey, you know, I listen to the show and we want to get our plan started because it's like, wow, you know, this is what we do our show for. It's it's to help those people through that transition and, and so many times people just absolutely drag their feet i don't know why it is but you know she's it's not like buying a car i mean you, you decide i'm gonna go out and buy a car you can get that done in a day or two it's no big deal well you know even i i brought that up as an example when i met with them yesterday because i bought a car recently mm-hmm. and and you know you go in and, well, and what's the payment on this very recently yes yeah not to be confused with like uh, a few months ago recently Re- very recent <laughs> very recent because you trade cars constantly i enjoy cars yes I'm glad you did. but it, it's funny when you go in they quote a payment and then they quote you how much down, and then you drive it, mm-hmm. and then you get excited about it, and then you see the the finance guy, and then he has a little bit different payment, and maybe you should put a little bit more down yeah. to get the payment where you want it. And it's like those are things that 
we want to iron out well ahead of the process. Yeah, yeah. So, so along on, on that same subject, you know, it's uh, it's it's always good to like start doing some initial looking at houses, and you can do a lot of that online. I think a lot of people are are pretty savvy about that. Is getting online and checking out some houses and things like that. Uh, yeah, I'm working with some folks right now, and, and we are just all over the gamut. They just started, you know, getting their plan together. So, uh, you know, I know they've been in touch with you, and I know that they've already kind of got that pre-approval done. And, you know, now we're starting to look at, at some houses and what their options are and what the areas are and the locations and the traffic and the schools and all that stuff. So it's, it's great to start I, doing that. Early. I think people lean more on that then they do the financing piece. And I guess that's where I was coming from this morning. It's like these people ran out, got the house, they get quoted a 30 year fixed. They get a warm, fuzzy payment. Unfortunately, I think a lot of lenders price the deal when you go get pre-approved mm-hmm. for today's closing. Yeah. You aren't closing today. No. And 30 to 45 day locks change the whole thing. Well, and, and, and let's, let's talk a little bit about that because, you know, obviously we've been through an election cycle. You know, we, we've went from, you know, if Trump gets elected, the, the whole economy is going to crash and your 401 is going to be wiped out. And now we're seeing the exact opposite of what everybody was predicting, right? I remember watching the election results and they were they were showing the Dow futures. The futures. They were going down terribly. When, when, when it looked like Trump was maybe had a shot at this, the Dow futures started going, you know, worse and worse, you know, going down. And then at one point, the Dow futures were like – Donald Trump's going to be the next president, probably. It was like 1,000 points you know, down. And, and we've seen the opposite. We've seen interest rates. They're, they're really spiking up, aren't they? We've gone up terribly. We, since the election, we are up about a half a point. So, I mean, we're at 4% on a 30-year fixed for great qualified clients. You know, without paying a bunch of fees extra, like I mentioned that that example. Did you anticipate that? I mean, you know, it's hard to anticipate a lot with with what's going on because I think it's it's very difficult to know which way we're going. You've got different money that goes into the accounts from the Fed pumping money into it where they've kept interest rates low so long. Mm-hmm. They give out mixed signals when they have their meetings about, hey, we think we're going to increase them this time or that and then time. They don't. And then they've done nothing. Right. But then we go through an election and you see the rates jack up over half a point. And in that piece alone uh, changes somebody's payment. You know, half a point is a lot of money. Yeah. And I'll, I'll calculate that while we yeah. go on a break to we'll give you an idea. Let's, I mean, let's give an idea because, you know, I think that's that's what a lot of people are doing right now is you know, as this market continues to apparently heat up, right, we're seeing the stock market going. You know, obviously the housing market has been doing extremely well. As it keeps going up, what are we talking about payment-wise for somebody as that increases? 704-412-2727 is our direct dial during the show or after. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Brad Roach, and thank you for tuning in today and listening to our show. If you'd like more information regarding your purchase of your next home or refinancing to the lowest rates in history, you can log on to ForThePlan.com or call me direct, 855-4THE-PLAN. Again, that's toll-free, 855-4THE-PLAN. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with your kids, your finances, your insurance, your life? Then let me, State Farm Agent Howard Colbert, help you simplify and get to a better state. Because with me handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you will have more time to handle everything else. More money, too, because adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that add up to as much as 40% and actually help you get ahead. Call me, State Farm Agent Howard Colbert, today and get to a better state with State Farm. 704-892-6260. 
A clean credit report is the key to lower interest rates and could even mean the make or break between getting approved for the loan. My name is Adam Kunda, and for 10 years, my company, National Credit Care, has been helping people achieve those dreams by turning 500s into 700s, 650s to 750s. Our approach to credit restoration looks at everyone's individual situation and customizes the program to work for you. I would love to give you a free assessment, so please call me at 303-747-6390 or email me at adam at nationalcreditcare.com. Again, 303-747-6390. I look forward to hearing from you. Hi, this is Warren Greenlee with REMAX Executive. And this is Brad Roach, the Mortgage Planner. Tune in on this station for our one-hour show called The Plan. Brad, what a great time to buy a house. And interest rates are below 4%, and we can even do it with no closing costs, Warren. No closing costs. My buyers love it. What about a time to sell? Time to sell is now. Inventory levels are down, Brad. Call me at 704-576-4800. Or get a hold of any of us on our team at 855-4THE-PLAN www.forthaplan.com And welcome back to The Plan. I'm Warren Greenlee with Remax Executive. Joined here with Brad Roach, Element Funding. Brad, we've been talking about a lot of different things, but a couple of the things that I wanted to really uh, zone in on here is uh, we just had the election. We talked a little bit about that when we went to break. We saw the uh, the Dow futures go from oh my gosh everybody's going to die to you know the the market has been you know steadily going up which is pretty interesting and then interest rates have been going up quite a bit when it comes time to get your new home and and lock in on a mortgage interest rates are are climbing up and I, I guess my question you know when we went to break is like well you know we we did we anticipate any of this I, I guess I hadn't really thought a whole lot of it because interest rates had been so low for so long. Well, and you knew they were going to go up sooner or later. So did we anticipate it is not really the the question. We knew they were going up sooner or later. We just thought we'd have a better warning. Yeah, I think I think that that makes a lot of sense. And and I don't know, it, it seems like there's a lot of optimism uh out there in the marketplace. Not only for our line of work, homes and mortgages, but you know, you're seeing the stock market uh increase and stuff and and it seems like everybody's you know, in in a more positive light, I think. And so then, you know, as a consumer, you know, you're looking at house prices going up, right? So, you know, that $300,000 house is now 315 and then pretty soon it's going to be $330,000. So, well, and you, you know, you're helping my mom look for yeah. a house and she's, she's a slow looker cause she's got about a year before she's looking to move. Um, and I looked in her neighborhood Yeah, and uh, the house that she's in now was going for three fifteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's three sixty right now. Yeah. And that was two, two years, years ago, ago man. Right. It's just like, it goes up very quick and that's new construction. Yeah. Um, but you figure you add those prices going up at about four or $5 a thousand. Right. So that adds up quickly. And then you add, if you took the same loan, a hundred thousand dollar loan yesterday yeah. versus after the election, mm-hmm. we're up about forty bucks a month for a hundred grand. So two hundred thousand, wow. you're up eighty dollars a month. Three hundred thousand, so hundred twenty. So that adds up pretty quick over the amount of time. I mean, you're talking a thousand bucks a year mm-hmm. for a lot of increases for most people buying a house now, and, and the price increase which you've had to deal with on on properties. Yeah, but you know what? I, I tell you, I, I mean, we've just talked and talked until we're blue in the face about. Hey, if you're going to buy a house in the next, you know, whatever, a couple of years, you need to jump on it for lots of reasons. And one of those reasons is, uh, you know, obviously the prices are going up. And another reason is because interest rates are eventually going to go up. You know, it's been funny, too, because we've been telling people, hey, the interest rate's going to go up. Interest rate's going up. And it, and it doesn't go up. Well, and let's talk a little bit of reality with rates going up is a big factor, which we've all experienced. We hear they're not coming back down. 
We, we, we're here. We're, is right? this is it, man. We're, we're on the way up. Um, that's, that's everything that we've seen is this isn't going to soften up. Uh, as I sit here today and I'm watching the screen, we're 20 basis points off. Within a couple of days, we're going to be at 4.125, 30 year fix, so on okay, and so, so forth. So I want you to do a little calculation. I, I know we should have probably had these numbers already, but all right, let's, let's say that somebody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, these guys are just trying to get me to buy a house. You know, I'm not interested in, in locking in on a house right now. Rates were at what five and a half, six and a half percent? How long ago? Well, I remember nine and a half. So, and my my dad would tell you fourteen. So, how far you want to go back? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm thinking that you, you know, I'm I'm fifty years old. I just turned fifty. Did you know that? I did. Happy yeah. birthday! Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I remember the very first house I bought, Brad. I I paid. Uh, I got a uh, a variable interest rate loan, right? It was like a 7-1 or a 5-1 arm. I can't remember exactly how many years it was. But I remember it was like a pretty good deal if I went on the adjustable rate mortgage. And I didn't figure I was going to live in the house forever. So I just thought, you know what the heck, I'll do this adjustable rate mortgage. And so I ended up um, getting as like 8%. And I think, you know, fixed 30 years were 9% at the time. And yeah. And then, like, the next house I bought, it was somewhere around that 7 to 8%. And then it was, like, constantly around the 7%. So I, I would say that once the economy gets back up and running, I wouldn't think that 6 or 7% is out of the ordinary or out of question. I don't think so either. But here's what you, you want to keep in mind, I think, is is that when you st- – we'll take your 6% example versus the 35 we had over the last couple of years on a 30-year fix is pretty normal. I'll go back through a lot of past clients. They're at 3.5%, Warren. That's dirt cheap money. Wow. 30-year uh, fix, too, not an arm. So the difference in your 6% was $600 a month for the 100000 Keep it at simple math. Yeah. 3.5 uh, is four fifty. So you're 150 dollars more from two years ago to possibly next year's rates on a hundred grand. On a hundred grand. So you take you know two hundred thousand dollar house, which is a typical price here in, in the area, it's three hundred dollars more a month for the same thing, man. And that's what's tough. Now, if you take a look at um, timing wise on houses, you've got interest rates playing a factor, but you've also got the houses playing a factor. In reality, there's a lot of competing offers. Um, The prices are going up. And I think that you're having problems. We talked just before the show where appraisals even become an issue because they can't keep up with the sales that are going on in the neighborhood by the the time they close to compare them to, Mm -hmm. if that even makes sense. No, it does. Because what happens is, you know, you've got several pending houses and, you know, a house comes on the market for $200,000 and it gets snapped up in a few days and somebody pays 205 for it, right? And then the next house comes on the market at, you know, 200,000. Well, that 205 hasn't even registered yet. So the next house So we really don't count that. Right. Yeah, see the appraiser won't count it. So we've had a couple of them that have come in low where they get competing offers and you go on that $200,000 house and it was listed at 199. Yeah. And all of a sudden you got so a contract on it. 202 205 and you got a guy going out there and say, "Well, geez, just down the road just closed a month ago." Yeah, for 189. 189 and you're trying to compare that and that causes problems. So it's like, okay, when do we kind of balance that out? And I'm not sure there's enough tons of houses out there to balance it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the more peculiar your house is in a, in a, you know, maybe not a super high turnover area or an area that's not super populated, you know, we see a lot of that stuff. Uh, I, I, waterfront stuff, for example, you know, we do a ton of waterfront stuff. And, um, you know, that's, it's hard to keep up with those prices because you don't, 
you don't see these consistent sales uh, on a consistent basis where the appraisers can go, okay, you know, three months ago we had one sell, two months ago we had one sell, one month ago we had one sell. Uh, you know, one of my questions to the appraiser was, can't you put a line in there, uh, and it's not in there, it hasn't been, uh, competitive market? You know, you'd right. think that would be a competitive area. Yeah. You remember when... when um, there was there were spots I remember this and you you may not remember this from an appraisal standpoint but they would come in that it was in a declining area yeah no I do remember so that. we would have an issue with that house because it doing a refinance because you're still declining or or well, even why wouldn't we put on there we're inclining yeah. and give me my five grand to make that deal work because there's a willing able buyer ready to pay for that house you think they'd add that you you would do you do you see any difference in like uh, somebody who's putting more money down like on a conventional deal versus an FHA loan or something no. you don't see any difference in no the i don't the appraiser doesn't i don't think they care what they're putting down um i will tell you we had one that came in uh short on a, on a house and he had actually measured it wrong he long story yep. short he corrected it and it mm-hmm. came in fine but um the client was putting 20 percent down i'll tell this part of the story to kind of give you how solutions happen uh, but he was putting 20 percent down on a four hundred thousand dollar house yep. and the house came in about fifteen twenty thousand dollars short wow five percent yep. yep so significant yep. and we basically could give him the same exact loan and he would have to have pmi insurance though because we didn't change his down payment yeah um which kind of stinks so he make you can go off the the lesser of the two, the sale price or the appraised value, and in that case, we had to use the appraised value, mm-hmm. and he still want the seller still wanted the x amount of dollars for it, so they didn't adjust the price, so his down payment instead of looking like twenty percent down looked like fifteen percent down. Yeah. Well, that comes with mortgage insurance, mm-hmm. and monthly he would have been paying forty fifty dollars a month on that. Well, we have what's called lender paid mortgage insurance, which was eighteen hundred dollars mm-hmm. one time hit. Okay, and the seller agreed to pay that. Oh, nice. So you and found a solution. We found the solution, except yeah. the buyer says, well, man, if it's not, we did have the solution where it cost no money to our buyer. It was the yeah. same deal to him, everything. Yeah. Uh, but then he says, well, I'm concerned then, though, because this house is 5% less than what I'm paying for it. Right. And that's where the realtors step in and start, and as well as myself, and saying, you know, even the appraiser said it's not an exact science. We've got to compare it to what's going on here. Some pendings that are in the area. It becomes a tough process because nobody wants to overpay either. And the seller knows it's worth it because it went under contract so fast that they were willing to pay it. Right. It's, a, it's a push and pull for sure. It is, yeah. This this is a tough market for everybody, I think, because of that. And I, and I know, I don't know, the, the buyers have been coming along pretty well. I, I remember back a few years, you know, when buyers would make an offer on a property and we were having, you know, so many short sales and foreclosures and stuff. Everybody's just like, man. They're asking two hundred thousand. I'm going to offer one hundred fifty. We ain't in that market. It hadn't been in a long time. Well, I think that that that's a different market completely from where we're at. And you know that actually saturated about fifty percent of the market versus what we've dealt with now. Um, that's our cue. We got a little bit of a quick break. We're going to take again, but I want to come back and spend some time on new construction and kind of get an idea of what that market and the pulse is. Besides just my mom's neighborhood, I mentioned seven zero four four one two twenty seven twenty seven, or go to warrengreenlee.com for your buyer alert or fortheplan.com. www.fortheplan.com 
stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with your kids, your finances, your insurance, your life? Then let me, State Farm Agent Howard Colbert, help you simplify and get to a better state. Because with me handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you will have more time to handle everything else. More money, too, because adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that add up to as much as 40% and actually help you get ahead. Call me, State Farm Agent Howard Colbert, today and get to a better state with State Farm. 704-892-6260. This show is brought to you by Costner Law Offices, serving all your legal needs. Hi, this is Warren Greenlee with REMAX Executive. And this is Brad Roach, the Mortgage Planner. Tune in on this station for our one-hour show called The Plan. Brad, what a great time to buy a house. And interest rates are below 4%, and we can even do it with no closing costs, Warren. No closing costs. My buyers love it. What about a time to sell? Time to sell is now. Inventory levels are down, Brad. Call me at 704-576-4800. Or get a hold of any of us on our team at 855-4-THE-PLAN. You're listening to The Plan. A clean credit report is the key to lower interest rates and could even mean the make or break between getting approved for the loan. My name is Adam Kunda, and for 10 years, my company, National Credit Care, has been helping people achieve those dreams by turning 500s into 700s, 650s to 750s. Our approach to credit restoration looks at everyone's individual situation and customizes the program to work for you. I would love to give you a free assessment, so please call me at 303-747-6390 or email me at adam at nationalcreditcare.com. Again, 303-747-6390. I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to The Plan. I'm Warren Greenlee, REMAX Executive, Brad Roach, Element Funding. Brad, we're talking about a changing market, my friend. Everything's getting a little different, isn't it? Well, no, it's getting more expensive is what we're talking about. Between interest rates and sale prices, we have gone up on everything. Yeah. You know, I remember a while back, you had a really cool product that uh, allowed you to lock in on a rate, right? Like, say, 35 or 4% in today's money or yesterday's money. But you could lock in on that rate. Lock and shop, baby. That's what that was called. I'm thinking more like if somebody bought a house and then uh, down the road they sold it, that the loan was transferable. Oh, we still have that, definitely. An assumable loan. An assumable loan. That is an assumable loan. So we've got a product where that client I talked about earlier today, one of the advantages to their product was at 3.3, they were locked in for a 30-year fixed. That actually was an assumable loan that they have. So someone who's five years from now, someone could come and say, hey, I like your house. Right. And using your example of 6%, um, later on in five years from now, they could say, hey, I know next door is for sale too, but the interest rate on a current market is 6%. Want ours at 3%, I mean, 3.3? Yeah. I mean, that's a half the market right there, half the price. Can you imagine the, uh, the payment difference? We already said it was $150 every per, 100000 right? So you got a $300,000 house. Uh, you're talking about what four hundred fifty dollars difference in in the in the payment. Yeah, I, I would say that you could sell your house for more money if your payment was a lot. Well, less. and I think a lot of people carrying uh, VA loans and FHA loans check your paperwork. It may be something that you should be checking out that you may have already that you you didn't know you had, and. Um, that's why you may not want to touch the loan. So some of these loans even come with, like an FHA loan comes with PMI insurance. Right. Uh, some people look at, you know, you're at a 3.3 with PMI, and it's on there for the life of the loan. Yep. Uh, if you bought a $200,000 house, as an example, and you're at 3.3 or 3.5 with that FHA insurance on it, monthly PMI insurance, mm-hmm. your payment is about 4% with no PMI. 
Okay. So it's apple to apple, and a lot of people get annoyed that I'm paying BMI, but when you do the comparison, mm-hmm. uh, you're actually coming out pretty good on a, on a full rate on that. Right. With an assumability on it. Yeah. Yeah, especially if rates start going up, and all of a sudden it becomes a bargain paying that PMI. Well, talk a little bit about new construction, what you've seen on that. We, we were jabbing a little bit at before the show about uh, new construction and, and just some of that changing market that goes with it. Obviously, we know prices are up, interest rates are up, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of a depressing show before Thanksgiving or, or that side of it, but it is what it is. I mean, that's the market, and we've you got to have your plan together. Yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, on the positive notes of, of, you know, the depressing news, like we're talking about, it's going to get more expensive to buy a house and it's going to be more expensive to make interest payments. But at the end of the day, you know, the economy uh, seems to be going in the correct direction. Uh, all the people that bought a house yesterday and years before are in a lot better position. They're building equity in their homes. And a lot of people, if this market continues to, to do well, you know, you're going to build a lot of equity in the houses. And new construction is, is, a, is a great transition to talk about because as these used homes get sold for more and more money, pretty soon the builders go, wow, I could buy this piece of land over here, put in some beautiful streets, and start building brand new product. And, you know, people would have a choice. They wouldn't have to pay $400,000 for that house. I could sell them a brand new one for 350000 Do you think that builders right now are busier than they have been in a long time right now? Oh, absolutely. From a sale, from sales going out. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I remember going through a neighborhood. I called John and you said, man, that one's probably, that's the only house in the neighborhood that's left. Right. Um, from, from the dirt standpoint and putting it up a house, they're moving very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've noticed a lot. I've got a lot of them under construction. I, I do want to spend a second on uh, the product I mentioned that I thought you were talking about. You know, we have a lot of clients who are going through the process of building a home. Yeah. And interest rates spiked. Yeah. They just have. Uh, we were able to do a lock and lower option for them over the next four months while they're under construction. So they took the safety net mm-hmm. of around a 4% rate, so it won't go any higher on them, um, which sounds a little high, but it's actually it's not in comparison. Uh, if you sit for the next four or five months and we end up seeing four and a half, they're now a half point better. Yeah. But if the market gets better for some reason and drops back down to 3.8, which we, we don't anticipate, uh, or lower, uh, they could also take that option. Hmm. So it's kind of a nice, it cost them no extra money. What is it called? Uh, we just lock it in and lower it. Lock, lock and lower. And lower. Yeah. You know, the old, old, some of them have it, some don't have that product, but I think that, you know, a lot of the, um, people going into new construction models without representation of a realtor mm-hmm. and going with the in-house lender really is not necessarily always the best interest of the client because I think they're not looking for those that product that mm-hmm. they have for them. Yeah. Meaning, yeah. let's, let's lock the rate. They're not looking at that. You know, I, there's other people that if the rate goes up too much and you're building this house and your debt ratio is tight, like that couple I was talking about at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. you're out. You can't qualify now. Yeah. That could be a huge problem. So we have a, a, a great retired couple, fixed income, um, that it is the difference of 4% to four and a quarter, them qualifying. Hmm. Like they'll be out and there is no, that's a lot of money to put more down when they're putting zero down doing a USDA loan. No kidding. So you could say, okay, well, it's only going up about a quarter if you wait or whatever it might be, but that's a five ten thousand dollar check they'd have to write, which they don't have, to get that payment back to qualifying. Yep. So think with me on this: if they didn't lock at four percent and their rate moved to four and a quarter in three months qualify. from now, their house is done. They're not moving. Right. So I think it's vital for the lender to be watching for these clients who are in the process of doing that, whether it's a lock or lower or not, mm-hmm. but making sure that these rates don't get too out of control that you don't even qualify. Yeah. And how many people do you think get caught up in that? You know, they do, you know, a the, quarter's not that big a deal, they think. Exactly. 
Exactly. But it, it is a big deal. It's a big deal when you add it up over 30 years. It's a big deal when you add it up over time. It's a big deal with the regulations that are on lending right now where, you know, I've talked about 43% being a maximum. They have a lot. You know, I've, I watched loans that we will run through an automated system that if you are at a 42.99, you qualify. Right. If you're at a 43 debt ratio 0.1, you're out. Yeah. And and there's that, no that there's rate no, changes it. There yeah. is no flexibility. There is no hey Susie, can you clear this one for me? That right. doesn't happen nowadays. Yeah, we're a tenth of a point off. And you're talking about your income to debt ratio, correct? Right, where you take in all your house payment, your car payment, your credit cards, any of that tax insurance. Yeah. Um, some bills we don't count, but a majority of them we do that show up on your credit, and we run that against your income and come up with a percentage. Yeah. And um, it's, it makes it can be it can be make or break right now for people with the changing market that we're in right now. And speaking of changing market, so so one thing that we've been hitting on on our shows uh, in recent past, and I want to hit it again. We'll just spend a second on it. But um, you, you guys are uh, buyers out there are competing against uh, cash buyers right now. There's a lot of people that have cash that you know have sold a house in the past or whatever, and they've got a lot of equity. You know, we just talked about somebody who's on a fixed income that has thirty thousand dollars saved up. And they're buying a hundred thirty thousand dollar house. Sure. So there's a lot of people out there that are looking to buy one hundred fifty, two hundred fifty, even you know some of the more expensive. Uh, you know, $700,000 places, people are paying cash for these. Now, is that a majority of the deals? No, it is not. But it's still enough of them out there that we are seeing them come in and make competing offers. And I think that most people jump towards cash, even though mortgages are wonderful, Warren. I know they are. Um, and I like them. Yes, you do. <laughs> but I, I think people jump towards the, the cash deal As far deal as the seller does, right? Seller's sitting there and he's reviewing two or three offers and one of them is cash. He's going to give that cash offer a harder look than he is a finance deal. So you're you're at a disadvantage right now, and that's one of the reasons that I like your program, where we we bring our buyers into your program and we get them pre-approved, not just pre-approved, but they're ready to close. You know, I, I agree with that 100. percent What I, I wanted to ask you a question on on you know people looking to sell right now. Um, it's got to be one of the best times they possibly could, whether they like it with the holidays or yeah. not. But, man, this has got to be one of the best times for them to possibly list their house just because the competition is thinner. Yes, it is. Do you see a lot of people not active in this market right now selling it? I think we're short on houses. Or are you meeting with a lot of people that are saying, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about or I'm about ready to sell? Yeah, a lot of people are going to wait until after the holidays to put their houses on the market. And, and I think, you know, it, they are missing out on, on quite a bit. And, and it's we talk about it every year. So I, I know, for example, my cousin is coming into town uh, over the Thanksgiving holidays, right? So I mean, I'm, I'm going to have family members coming into town. And I know a lot of people uh, that come into town actually are thinking about moving. And, and so they start shopping, believe it or not, you know, even over the holidays. It's always well, a they're off. Time. You know, you got to keep in mind, yeah. well, you don't want someone in your house. Other people are off to be able to go tour your house. Right. That's a catch-22. I mean, that makes it tough for a seller. It makes it uh, easier for a buyer if it's available, though. It is. It is. It is. And, you know, we're, we're putting them under contract every day. And, and so, yeah, it, it's a great time to sell your house. You know, what What you usually find, though, is getting your house in the right selling condition is pretty important. Once that happens, multiple offers should come in on your property if it's marketed property, properly. So. 
And does that cause issue? There we go back to the appraisal. You know, have you seen any? Because you market very well to uh, intentionally to get competing offers, which yep. gets your seller a better price. You yep. have a system that does that for people. Um, and if you haven't, if you don't have, if you have someone that you're thinking of selling your house and you haven't talked to Warren on that, by all means, I would give a call because the system works to get the prep most money out of that. Um, which I, I, I want to spend a second on that. I think we go back to that question: that what do you ask a realtor when you're interviewing them to uh, list your house? Mm-hmm. And it's like most people say how much can you sell this for and they throw out the price and the highest price wins yep. and really what it comes down to is what percentage are you to the list price versus the sold price um, and how, how do you say that right I, so, I know so list price is sales price you said it exactly right right so so it's like you know if you're interviewing real estate agents and, and you want to find out how good of an agent they are that's one of the questions that you would ask it's like okay so how long have you been doing this what kind of experience do you have and then what is your list price to sales price ratio. Most don't ask that. And I find that such an interesting question that, that to be able to get the most out of your house, that's what the question you want to ask. Mm-hmm. It's not how much can you just throw a number up there and cross your fingers, hope we get it. Yeah. That doesn't get it done. You know, it's amazing too. You know, what you have to be careful of in this market as a seller is uh, accepting an offer that's never going to work out. And what does that mean? <laughs> yep. Well, you know, we've been talking about How do you it. know that? Yeah. Right. It's like experience. Experience should tell you that if you've got offers coming in that, are way over, I'm sorry, yeah, offers that are, are more than what the appraisal is going to come in, then you know you're going to have a, pro- a problem with it. Sure, I would agree with that yep. to so, a certain degree, but you're also your intention is to get competing offers, right? It is. It, it, it certainly is. So you want to make sure that you know, you're not uh, overlooking an offer that might be the best offer going after a couple grand extra, if that makes so sense. So give an example on, on what you mean by that. So somebody comes in with a, a – let's let's pick on VA. Well, we'll start with VA, right? Well, that's a tougher appraiser, right? Usually so, coming out. Okay. So let's say that you've got three offers on your house. You've got a VA offer, you've got a conventional offer, and you've got a cash offer. And let's keep using our $300,000 example. So the house is listed for $300,000. Your VA uh, offer comes in at $305,000. They really want the house, right? They need $5,000 in closing costs. Adds to it. Right. And then you've got a conventional offer that comes in. They, they started at $290,000 is what their offer was. And they hadn't really gone up. And then you got a cash guy that comes in and says, I'll give you 280000 cash. Don't mess with it. What would you do in that circumstance? Here's what I think, too, with cash. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's not because I'm biased because I love mortgages and I need that to live. Maybe somewhat. <laughs> um, but if you have a cash offer that comes in at that one, you're giving up some money because mortgages aren't all that bad. Yes. You know, I, I do understand the cash is cash is king uh, comment or the or the thinking behind that. But isn't it easier or typically somewhat easier that a cash buyer is more um, a walk away, if you want to call them that, where they're quicker to flip and say, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested. I'm walking away. Hmm. Uh, that's a great have question. You ever, have you ever thought of it that way? Like it, um, cash, maybe it's an investment. Uh, I guess if they're moving into the house and it's a, it's a primary yeah. residence, that's different. Yeah. Do you know that on a contract coming in, if they're buying it for an investment or to live in the home when they make the offer? No, you, you don't know that. And they can tell you whatever they want. Yeah, so you get a cash offer and they're buying as an investment. They're not as um, 
invested into the house. It's a transaction, not emotional for them. So like the couple I met with last night, uh, the $700 payment we started with the show with, yeah. they were very emotional about this house. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was the house that they really, really wanted. She really wanted. Yep. And that payment was not what he really wanted. But my point is, is that they're less likely or more likely to, to think again before they walk right and then think again before they walk and try to work it out before they walk and get that payment where they need to versus a cash buyer can say i didn't like this in the inspection i want you to come down a couple more grand no okay i'm out because they might be more of an investment no emotion involved so you're you're true that that is definitely correct right well that's part of the way i'm thinking of it it's like i got your examples of the va the conventional and the cash um i'm almost like the three little bears i take that conventional deal versus the cash right now, would you? What would you take on that? Okay, well, you as, gave the example. So right. So if I'm the listing agent guiding my seller, I would say the most difficult one is going to be the VA. I would agree with that because now you've got a tougher appraiser. Is what you told us? Somewhat, yes. Yeah. So uh, from a value standpoint, I, I I don't want to get that confused with someone thinking that a VA appraiser is a lot pickier for repairs. Well, um, let me tell you what which I'm running can to. Be. This is crazy. Now I thought it was crazy. So I sold a house uh, on on Lake uh, Lake Norman, and it was a big, beautiful house, uh, seven and three uh, three quarter million dollar house, right? Um, and the guy bought it VA, three quarter million dollar house. Now, what's the limit on VA? It's like four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand, right around right. there. So yeah. he had three hundred and something to put down on this thing, and bought this thing VA. VA appraiser came out. Picture this. House uh, yard, the backyard, goes to the lake. It slopes down to the lake, right? House is sitting up a little bit higher. And rather than just having like a grass yard, it had like a little bit of a grass yard and then a little retaining wall, about a four-foot tall retaining wall. Sure. Then it had Off to the water. It had another little flat yard and then another retaining wall. And it had these pretty little retaining walls that went down to the lake. Nice steps down, basically, but different. I get what you're saying. You, you kind of got the visual, yeah. right? VA appraiser comes out. VA appraiser comes out and says, "You got to put handrails on all those walls. That's a VA requirement." I'm not sure that would be correct. I do that. I'd st- I'd struggle that. I do know handrails are an issue going yeah. on for safety on a decking or something. Yeah, but, right. But, uh, but that that, my, that one's a little odd, man. That, I thought it was that really would wreck odd. the water. That would that, view right yeah, there. That's, that's not a good thing. So so my only point to all that is, yeah, a VA uh, appraiser is going to be a little harder on as far as valuations, but they also have some other rules that they're supposed to follow that they a interpret bit or something than the normal. Yeah, so you might run into some issues along those lines. Too, okay, so we have point. the three examples. VA we wouldn't take probably as a third tier conventional comes in next and it was paying a little bit better you said like 296 290 and you got the cash at at 280 280 uh, just hypothetical what would you be doing i would i would probably, as a realtor advising the seller here's what i think i would go i would go back to the cash buyer and say give me 295 and it's yours oh you go work the cash deal to make that come a little bit better try try to get that cash deal and and more than likely they're going to say no you know i'm i'm not paying that it's 280 so if they left the price the same where would you go I'd, I'd go with a conventional. Oh, you would. You would take well, the better price it, than a typical. Well, same now it as depends. I would. It depends, though, because ten grand's a lot of money. I agree with that. If you did not a mortgage is not a horrible thing. No, right? it's I don't not. want to paint it that way versus cash. No, let's 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 take it a little bit further. Let's say that the seller is sitting there, has got nowhere to go, not in a hurry to sell the house. I would go after the VA deal and see if I could make that work out. If the deal blew up, it blew up. You go back on the market. It's a good market. You can sell it again. Oh, you would? Okay. Yeah. So a lot of it has to do with the, what the seller actually wants to do or what their plan is for moving, staying, going, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. 
Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. I think it's all about the seller at that point. You know, I, I just sold a house. Uh, and the seller, we had 20 showings in five days. They said, Warren, somebody could offer me 100000 less. I think I would take it right now. I'm so tired of people uh, uh, coming into my house and, and messing up my day. <laughs> messing up your day. That's right. Yep. 704-412-2727 is direct out of the show. Go to warrengreenly.com. Get your buyer alert on or go to fortheplan.com for your money. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Brad Roach, and thank you for tuning in today and listening to our show. If you'd like more information regarding your purchase of your next home or refinancing to the lowest rates in history, you can log on to fortheplan.com or call me direct, 855 the number 4 the plan. Again, that's toll free 855 for the plan. We look forward to hearing from you soon. A clean credit report is the key to lower interest rates and could even mean the make or break between getting approved for the loan. My name is Adam Kunda, and for 10 years, my company, National Credit Care, has been helping people achieve those dreams by turning 500s into 700s, 650s to 750s. Our approach to credit restoration looks at everyone's individual situation and customizes the program to work for you. I would love to give you a free assessment, so please call me at 303-747-6390 or email me at adam at nationalcreditcare.com. Again, 303-747-6390. I look forward to hearing from you. This show is brought to you by Costner Law Offices, serving all your legal needs. Stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with your kids, your finances, your insurance, your life? Then let me, State Farm Agent Howard Colbert, help you simplify and get to a better state. Because with me handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you will have more time to handle everything else. More money, too, because adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that add up to as much as 40% and actually help you get ahead. Call me, State Farm Agent Howard Colbert, today and get to a better state with State Farm. 704-892-6260. Charlotte's number one real estate and mortgage show, The Plan. Hi, this is Warren Greenlee with REMAX Executive. And this is Brad Roach, the Mortgage Planner. Tune in on this station for our one-hour show called The Plan. Brad, what a great time to buy a house. And interest rates are below 4%, and we can even do it with no closing costs, Warren. No closing costs. My buyers love it. What about a time to sell? Time to sell is now. Inventory levels are down, Brad. Call me at 704-576-4800. Or get a hold of any of us on our team at 855-4THE-PLAN. Welcome back to The Plan. This is Brad Roach, The Mortgage Planner. 704-412-2727 is our direct dial during the show. Or go to warrengreenly.com. Get your buyer alert on. I keep saying that same thing. Or go to fortheplan.com and uh, get your money. We'll get you taken care of with a pre-approval the same day and get your plan together. Warren, we're all over the place today. We're talking about a changing market. It is. You know, we hit a little bit on buyers and kind of how that's going to be affecting them. They're going to be looking at paying more money for a house as housing prices continue to rise. Their interest rates are going to go up, uh, have already, and they're going to continue to go up from what everybody's predicting, which is going to cause their payments to go up. Buying the exact same house is going to cost them a little bit more money. And then making the payment out of the house is going to cost them a lot more money. I think the big factors are you got prices increasing, we're competing, whether you get the appraisal or not on it, uh, which is not all bad. You know, we may look at two out of 10 are coming in. Uh, 
tough because mm-hmm. of the the sales around the neighborhood. But uh, we've, we you can go on a trend too. We got a couple coming bad over time as well. So uh, a lot of it's going to be helping with comps and uh, comparables, negotiating. The one was measured wrong. I mentioned so yeah. that takes a big professional to come in and step in and get the guy back out there to fight for that. And he corrected it. Thirty grand change. You know, I had the same thing happen to me many years ago. Uh, appraiser uh, absolutely missed uh, the the correct measurements on the house matter of fact the buyer walked on the deal wow because he didn't know the measurements were off well i told him they were off what happened is here's exactly what happened is is the buyer decided that they didn't want to buy the house something changed in their life uh and this was prior to our due diligence periods in our contract right so they were looking for any excuse they could and and then they came upon uh this measurements that i had measured the house wrong and misrepresented the house so they wanted to earn us money back and they wanted out of the deal but what had happened is the appraiser had mismeasured the house. So it does happen. And it changes the, you know, this, that was the same story where this guy was ready to back out of the deal with the mortgage insurance that we could cover. But he wanted to get, make sure he wasn't overpaying for the house yeah. either, even yeah. if it was mismeasured. So this guy actually came back out, remeasured it. The realtors fought for it and he changed the value and it all came together and he closed a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So we're spending a, a lot of time on price change in the market. We're also talking about interest rates changing the market. So if you have a desire and hadn't gotten, it's amazing to me that people have still not refinanced. If you want to catch it before it gets away too far, 704-412-2727 direct dial. You can also go to fortheplan.com. That application takes about 15 minutes. It comes directly to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll deal with you. We'll get your planning call set. We'll decide if it makes sense to what closing cost to pay, no closing cost to pay, PMI to pay, no PMI to pay, all the options we cover in a 15, 20-minute conversation. We actually send you now a comparison against the top two or three programs on your smartphone for you to be able to look at a five-year period and a 15-year period Hmm. and how much money you're actually paying out and saving in based on the decisions you make today. It's phenomenal software that we've got for them, and that comes with the plan. I mean, that's what we do for people. So I think if you're interested in doing it, uh, get it done. You know, Get the application in. It lasts for four months. Mm -hmm. Uh, Credit's there, and we we get you up and running so that you're prepared to buy when Warren finds you that house. And that, that you do have to be ready for that now. You do, because what happens, it's like I was talking about earlier with our example of that $300,000 house and having those multiple offers. You know, it does happen. I, I've i got some buyers right now that I'm working with, front tire changer on one of the, you know, top cars of NASCAR. And he ran into a house. He's just like, dude, this is perfect. I love it. Been on the market for like 80 days, 84 days, which is a long time, right? So you'd think you got a couple days to yeah. get your stuff together. Well, I told him, I was like, let's let's knock this out, right? He's already been with you, already been pre-approved, the whole nine yards. So we're ready to go on the financing end. Uh, found the house. We quickly put an offer together, sent it into the agent, let the agent know that the offer was there. The agent calls me back the next day and says, multiple offers, highest and best. After 80 days. 80-something days, yeah. What, the, what, what do you say to that? Like, what do you mean you're lying? Well, <laughs> you I, I know, right? <laughs> it's like, man, it's been here 80 days. Where, where were you last week? I, I know, I know. But, so then the price starts to get increased. They go back and forth, and they start negotiating better deals you, for the seller. You know, and this is where I think having a good agent to really rein you in is important because uh, he loved the house and she didn't. What it is, and this is so typical of men and women, especially uh, – you know, guys like this guy, right? I mean, he's an athlete. He r- runs around and works on race cars, and he's on a pit crew, right? So he's a big, strong guy, and he's got this beautiful little wife. And, you know, 
the man says, me want house and woods, right? <laughs> and, the, and the lady's like, I want a really pretty kitchen and I want, you know, and she's thinking about kids and schools. And right, things. right. And the, and the guy's like, you know. Me I want can, a really nice house right, and woods. In woods, <laughs> right, yeah. Right. I, want, I want to be able to sit on my back deck and shoot something, right? That's that's how this guy is. So, um, yeah, you, you, you know, he, he found this house and he's just in love with it. And she's just like, well, honey, if that's what you want. And I can tell she's she's a little apprehensive about it. And rightly so. I mean, the house has got some warts on it. We got to be careful that we don't overpay for this one, because one. This day, is the one with the competing offers after eighty days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And 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 what had happened is, you know, it was a neat house, but it was very very dated. You know, it was a dated floor plan. It was dated kitchen, dated bathrooms, dated carpet, dated paint. You know, the whole nine yards. What was right about it for them? Five acres. There, that's what's right. Five acres out in the middle. Down a dirt road. I don't like dirt roads I don't for either. resale, you know. I mean, I just can't live on one because I might get dust on my car. You yeah, know? I wouldn't like that either. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it had a lot of things. And I was like, you know, if you could buy it for this price, I'm good with that. Let's make that offer. Well, we make an offer a little bit lower than that, than our highest price. And... And boom, run into multiple offers. And did they lose out on this then, or what ended up happening? Well, we ended up going back with our highest and best, which was, you know, they're asking me for advice. You know, where should we stop? I was like, I think nothing's changed. When I told you don't go over two hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars, I said that's not changed. You know, I'm not emotionally attached to this deal. Yeah. I think two hundred grand is plenty to pay for that house. Would that have been paying fair market or over? I think it would have been. It would have been a good deal at that price, not a great deal. So does five grand really make a difference if they would have paid five more grand? We're talking twenty. I mean, to the couple in the morning, I, or last night I talked to, it would have made a huge difference because it would have been twenty bucks a month. But is five grand that big a deal if it's the house they want? I don't think so. I you know, agree so with well, that. why why stop them at two hundred? Well, because the house was listed at two and a quarter. So now you're in competing bids, right? Okay. So what does the other person offer? I have no idea. I don't either. You, you don't either. <laughs> okay, where are you going with this? Well, so what what happened? Well, I think you got to kind of set limits, right? And you got to say, look. Well, you it was listed at 225. Yeah. It was it was out of, it was it was overpriced. It was overpriced initially overpriced and you feel 200 They was had just lowered worth. it. This house had a history, right? So here you go. Another lesson for you sellers out there. Don't overprice your house because it has a history, a history that's easily looked at by other real estate agents. Meaning you who's making an offer on it. Right. Yeah. And any other real estate agent that's making an offer on it. So be careful of that. This one had a history. This guy had listed it on the market too much money and it didn't sell. And he listed it again too much money and it didn't sell. And what he would do is rent it out in between those times. So I knew what too much money was. It's, it's obvious. Everybody knows what too much money is for this house. He finally had it priced at a, at a number at two and a quarter that would cause people to come in and make offers. It was the only offer that he had had. And then you see the history on all of this, see yep. the price changes on it. And then you obviously run your comparable to see what it's worth. Yep. And you put that stopping point. In and there. I, I think- also take a look at the house for my buyers because you know, this is, these are first-time home buyers, so they don't know how much it costs to put a kitchen in. They don't know how much it costs to put a bathroom in. So these are some things that I can help my buyers with and go, look, you know, you're going to have an extra twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars into this house before you get done. So you're going to have two thirty, two thirty-five in it when you're done. 
Big difference in price range. Depending, I think putting that stopping point in for people is a smart choice. I just wondered why you stopped at two hundred, and it's like based on the research you did. Based on the research I did, and you know that house may have sold for two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, which would have been twenty-five over what you think it was worth. Not, yeah, it is. You know, and, maybe and it, five, like my example is five grand. I don't think that's that big a deal. But you start getting twenty-five. I mean, it's it, a lot of money. It's a lot of money on. I that like size your house. five grand thing, right? It's like not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal it, on, on a on a two hundred thousand dollar house. It's two and a half percent right it's not much money you know but you make so, money you make money on a house when you buy it so don't overpay what's the best way for someone to get started with you to look for houses and be able to compete in this kind of market all right so i i always dude i i, I praise you all the time you do a fantastic job the very first thing you can do reach out to either of us right we, we will definitely help you uh, if you want to, some people like a, would rather do a phone call, 704-576-4800. And that's your direct sell. Direct sell, 704-576-4800. Uh, just tell me what you're looking to do. You know, we've been doing this a long time. What's it cost to do this with you? Zero. Okay, so you're going to talk to him, give an initial review. And I think some people don't know this, so that's why I want to point this out. I know these answers, by uh, the way. Yeah. So they, they, they can call you up. You get direct working with you, not a big team of 15 different people. They yeah. go right to you who deals with a lot of buyers and a lot of sellers in today's market. You get them specifics on what they're looking for. Also, it, it customizes a report that comes to them mm-hmm. uh, that weeds out a lot of the stuff that's out there. And as new houses come up, it pops up on their radar for you to be able to help them with that. Um, and it's not a tactic mode from you it's it's information that they get and when it's ready and it's the right one you're there for them to be able to assist right same with the the processing part of it on the mortgage you go to fortheplan.com click the apply here or get started button uh, that takes about 15 minutes to fill out again no cost and we get you a comprehensive review of what your payment is how much money you need what you should ask the seller for we compare it to loans with mi pmi all the all the things that we talk about in getting your plan together and give you an educated information to make a great decision on it right. um, that's the buyer side that's the best way to get started fill out the application hit warren on his cell Get some window shopping going. That's exactly All right. of that will happen the same day from the window shopping Both emails ones. and the approval and details coming the same day. Yeah. After that, if you're looking to sell a house, what's the best way to get started? Best way, again, give me a call. You know, I, I really like the whole personal service. Uh, 704-576-4800. Everybody's house is different. Everybody's house probably needs a few things done to it to get it ready for this marketplace. So give me a call and let's get an appointment up so I can come and take a look at your home and start making some recommendations. You've been listening to The Plan. This is Brad Roach with Warren Greenlee. Check us out next week, same time, same place. See you then. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.